Yeah, so I, but see, watching TV for us may be different for the average person who maybe they're just lollygagging and they're lazy and they're not really doing anything else productive. So they're watching a, bunch, yeah. a whole bunch of TV. Yeah. I'm studying TV. Yeah, so for me, for me, it's, it's a reps. study for us. It's, yeah, yeah it's reps. It's a, we yeah. watch completely different from the average person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching the scene. I start responding in the scene as if I was in that scene sometimes. All right, hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Nice Watch. I am your co host, Ernestine Morrison. And I'm Karan Joseph Riley. And we have our voice. Without a face on the side of, side of us today. Yo, we have our voice, voice in the corner today. He's here <laughs> or she's here. We don't even know really what it is. It's just a voice. Not well, how I identify. Okay. We don't. We don't. We don't put any kind of any kind of uh, identifications on people oh, nowadays. We got to keep it really it's fluid. fluid. It's, it's like Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee said, "Be water." It's yeah, fluid. we're fluid like water. Um. Anyway, how was your week? Uh week has been good. I mean, you know, still on strike. Still on strike. And we're still. Uh, we are still on strike. I thought it was over. The writer strike is over. The writer actors strike. are still on strike. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's why we made. That's why we made all the podcasts so far. That's why we've been here every week because <laughs> we're not busy. Wonder why y'all so we're not flexible. No wonder why we're so flexible. <laughs> hey, Karan, DJ, can y'all be here at six a.m. Sure. on Monday? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. What time do you need to be there? What time do you need? <laughs> EJ be here at five a.m. EJ got the baby. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, man, we, we gotta are, get it. We are flexible these <laughs> yeah. days with the strike. Yeah. But shout God. out to all of our SAG strong. We are standing with our SAG brothers and sisters, and <clears throat> we are ready for this strike to be over. Yep, <laughs> I'm ready for it to be over. Yep. You had your SAG colors don't, on today. Is that, is that what you were doing? No, this is this you ain't no SAG. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. It's not, that's not what it is. Don't, it's not, so don't do oh, that. Okay. No, it's not no, what it is. See? How, how, how bad is it right now in the industry? It depends on where you're at in the industry, I think. Yeah. You know, I don't think Tom Cruise or anybody's mad. Um, but Tom Cruise may be a little mad. No, he's not. He's made $800 million for the last movie he did. I mean, I don't know what your, what, what your accountant is looking like, but <laughs> I didn't make $100 million last movie I did, and I'm a little frustrated. Tom Cruise is probably on a yacht somewhere. Just yeah, he's probably, yeah, he's probably watching everything yeah, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even think he watches Instagram. Why would you? Right. I mean, you give me that kind of bag, I'm off all social media. I'm not even going to, you won't even know where I'm at. Oh, for sure. The goal is we to We don't be, know where you're at right now, Karan. That's the point. That's the point. I'm practicing. <laughs> but to your question, Dave, people are hurting. There are, I mean, there are people who, like, their bread and butter, how they pay their bills is their acting checks. And nothing is happening right now. There's no acting going on. Yeah. Um, everyone's sitting at home waiting for the strike to be over. So there's some people... Um, who rely on this as their main source of income and the people who are attached to them and the crew that's attached to these projects that are not hey, being filmed right yeah. now because the actors are striking. So it's yeah. affecting and multiple just, people. Yeah, and I'm just thankful that I'm a two-hustle family household. Like, me and my wife are both being affected by the strike, but we both, when we hustle, we hustle together. So we have, you know, we had a little bit more of a, you know, an egg to hold on to, but man, I, you know, for people. Yeah, because you guys are both actors and she's a director, so there's nothing oh, to no, direct yeah, or we, act in. Yeah, we, like I said, we are completely both, like, completely Affected. spending too much time together, but it's right, all. Just over there being married. Yeah, we over there being married, married. Like, yeah, we got to deal with everything. <laughs> man. Right here. Right here. Hey, hey. Mono y mono, babe. No, you ain't got no job this week? No, <laughs> neither do you. <laughs> what are we doing? So, what do we do? What What is this? What has this taught you as an actor? You see, I'm doing a podcast, right? I mean, you got You have to be more. And I've always known that, and hence is why I produced. I started producing years ago and writing and directing. I figured that out just watching my wife do her thing, like be a, be a successful actress, but then something caused her to pivot. And she pivoted into a new role, and then she pivoted into another role, and now all those roles are really serving her and really yeah. You know, helping her in her complete artistry and what and another thing is the world has changed as far as acting and tv and everything goes when when i wanted to be an actor when i was a little kid if you made it to be an actor you made it yeah it was like making it to the nfl now making it to be an actor now is nowhere near like the nfl it's or not the because people are just it, no anybody yeah, it's, yeah it's, so so for me i've lost some of the the hunger to really conquer it like I used to want to conquer because to me it's like what am I conquering? I'm conquering a bunch of midgets. Like who who wants to play basketball you can't against say midgets, midgets? It's small people. Oh yes, small people. Small people, please. Or people that's just short. Let's say vertically challenged. It's like playing basketball with a bunch of vertically challenged people. It's no challenge there at this point because it's like okay, so let me pivot. Let me become a producer. Let me 
create some other ways. Let me become a director. Let me yep. do a podcast with one of my dear friends, my sister. Let me do skits. Let me just create. I'm paint. I paint now. I've been painting again for the last few years. I'm, I'm gonna put a gallery up. I'm gonna do an exhi exhibition, bro. Like, yeah. like I'm not limiting myself no more as an artist. I design my own fashion stuff, my own jackets, man. It's like. I'm just saying, like, I think it's like our whole circle, though, is like create, don't wait has been the model. Create, don't wait. Like, we're not yeah. waiting. Like, so for me, it's like the strike is a strike. And I, I empathize with, with, with SAG and all of my actors who are really, really super affected by this. But for me, I'm like, well, I've been creating. We create, don't wait. That's what yeah. we do. We're going to do a podcast. We're going to do greenlit. We're going to do a short film here. We're going to, you know what I mean? So and and like, I got to say, I learned a lot, even watching EJ. I mean, I met her years and years ago now. And we, even when I met her, we both were doing a bunch of different things at the time. And, you know, at some point I was able to transition to just be able to act. But then I still watched her hustle and be able to, it was making good money acting, but she was still, like, doing it. So I was like, I'm I'm inspired by that. And I'm also watching, you know, I'm so, me, I'm just like, let me just get on the bandwagon and start doing what I'm supposed to do, too, and just be more. Create more. So wasn't, it, wasn't it something where you can't even shoot your own movie or something like that? Yeah. So you're not supposed to be filming anything right now? Unless you get this, what's called a SAG interim agreement. So like SAG is giving certain vouchers to certain projects. You can shoot as long as it's under a certain budget or it's like certain guidelines. But other than that, no, you're not supposed to be shooting anything right now. Yeah, certain, yeah. certain guidelines, like the red line laws used to have certain guidelines. <laughs> I'll leave that there. And what you mean? Let's not leave that there. <laughs> I got to leave it there. Political. I just drop political bombs. and then Love this on. stuff, though. I do, but we, 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 I just dropped the bomb. We don't hit the actually hit the detonator. <laughs> I just dropped it. Somebody's watching gonna pick that up. That's right. Yep. Sure. Go ahead, DJ. Continue on um, with the entertainment. But not not only could you not be shooting stuff, you can't promote anything either. Mm -hmm. So Karan and I both are in projects right now that are on somewhere. We're not gonna tell you where they're at, but they're somewhere, and we can't even promote it. We can't talk wow. about it. I'm in the biggest role of my life right now, and I can't promote it. Dang. Can't talk about it. Can't do red carpet events. Can't post about it. Nothing. It's like a nice. like a solidarity strike. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Well, I you know you know me. That word can't not even <laughs> in my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like you're cussing at me, with like putting my mom in there with it. Don't forget mm. you got your sad colors on today. <laughs> That's what we go do. That's what we go do. Yellow and black. No, seriously, I, I just don't do the word can't. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I dare that that I, I dare that they even checking for me. Mm. They're not watching Quran Joseph Riley. Maybe they're not. You might. It's, you never until know. Until somebody yeah. does. Until somebody yeah. does. Yeah. By that time, I'll 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 get the middleman out by then. <laughs> the middleman to be out. What What are the the real big actors saying what's their stance? I haven't I haven't been watching it. Well, but. actually, the top like George Clooney, those guys, a couple other big actors, actually tried to get something done as far as putting some money into a reserve for the actors, so we can kind of get back to work. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we'll put fifty million in this year, fifty million wow. in next year, and another fifty million in that year. So that'd be like that was like a hundred fifty million dollar nugget that we could use in reserve. And they also proposed to say that going forward, whatever deal they get to get to, all the, the stars of the movies, like the top two or three on the call sheet, like one through three, they get their residuals last. Mm. So when residuals go out, they the go people the from the bottom, bottom up of the call get paid. Up. That's good. Yeah. So this is what the you know some of the leaders in that in the in the point four echelon of our community try to uh, get done. Sag didn't want to do it understandable probably just on different factors. I, I can see both sides of why they didn't take it, why they didn't. Um, Give me both sides. Well, one side is if we take this money, then we lose power doing what we're trying to do with these other folks because now they can go back to work for these people and our, our, our negotiations slide. Plus, we've been doing all this. We might as well stay in it for the long haul to get what we really want out of it. You know, kind of like that's a Band-Aid. Thank you, but no thank you. You can see it. That was advocate. I'm like, yo, I'd have took that bag and got moving. Like for me, I just don't think leadership always thinks about the people they need to think about. But when you come home and you open a check for 17 cents, yeah, I get that you too. You open but a residual just, check for a show that you did, and you get a 17 17 cent check, or you get a seven dollar check. Then you're like, mm, okay, I can see why we're striking. We need more money, right? And if I you're also, constantly showing my face and, and these residual checks are coming in, and I'm getting a check for twenty five cents. And also, oh, and this is what a strike is for to get you all more money. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. and more back end money on the residuals now. The with residuals. The streaming era. What's, what's what happened is TV and everything changed 
overnight, really, in a way, with the stream and everything. So at one point, you could track, and you had hard, accountable numbers based on ABC has to open their books up every year and show we brought in $2 billion in tax revenue and 30 million was on the West wing. 40 million was on da, 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 da. Now they used to show that to the studio studios would go down, break down based off of that. Right mm -hmm. now the streaming stuff is all in the cloud. No one knows yeah. what's in the cloud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like these Hard numbers are everywhere, but there's no real cognitive way for like the people, the filmmakers to get actual Yeah, It's like how many times did this show stream? Right. right. If, if me and EJ on Netflix, you got to hit show on there. Everybody in the world talking about it. All we got is, yeah, about two million people watch it, Dave. Here you go. And we got a $17 check. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, that's what's crazy. And it's, um, wow. so they're fighting for a percentage of basically making it almost a performance-based situation too now, which is cool too. So if you end up on a show that nobody thought was going to be a hit and that mug takes off, yeah. you're getting, you're part of that success as a, as a whole versus... Um, you 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 lose that. You know what I'm saying? It's been so many shows like the last few years, like Snowfall, those kind of shows that just really did really well for the network out of nowhere. Those actors should be compensated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at Black Panther, just the residuals. I know they probably got decent residuals from that because the film is a little different than TV still because you can you have numbers that you can mm -hmm. see. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and that's why they're fighting. I, that's why I'm like as a film. We gotta get back to the movies, EJ. We gotta get to the movies. Yep, and we shall. And we shall. That's where the best <laughs> where the bag is at. I watched a couple of nice watches this week. Yeah, me too. Couple of nice watches. Actually, Dave, I thought about you on one. How many how many shows, movies do you all watch weekly? Around about. <clears throat> oh, I, I don't know. I haven't sat down and counted. But I mean roundabout. I'ma say me. Maybe like I watch TV every day for hours. Really? Hours a day. Really? I'm up till three in the morning. Me. When? When? Okay, yeah, at when? night. Me and Jay are up till two, three in the morning watching TV. Yeah, you got two insomnia max. I insomniacs over there, obviously. But we me, don't, yeah. We don't sleep. <laughs> I usually get my little TV in around one or two after I got all my little stuff done for the day work wise. If one I, or two PM? Yep, if I'm working. Afternoon. Yeah, but I'm up at five thirty. I start working at five thirty. Gotcha. Gotcha. I get up early. Yeah. So like I'm I'm getting stuff done. By the time nine o'clock hit, I've already written probably a page in my book. Mm -hmm. I meditated, I didn't work out probably. Kids off to school, then I'm dealing with other little stuff I got to deal with, deal with, deal with. And then it's time for me to eat at one o'clock finally. That's when I say, okay, I watch a show while I'm eating. Oh, wow. Yeah, during the day, I'm usually <laughs> filming something. So I, when I get home at night, say I get home like eight, seven, eight, I'm watching TV. I'm turning on Netflix. That's the first thing I'm doing is turning on Netflix. Really? Yeah. Jay might be watching something, so I got to wait for him because he's binge watching suits and he's, we're TV people. What about Kobe? Because I, I can't seem to really watch something with my kids. Kobe. I watch everything with my kids. I watch everything with Kobe. Kobe's sitting right there, and she may be on her iPad, or she's playing with the dog right there. She's not paying attention to what we're doing, but Kobe's so good. Kobe, see, I'm just so blessed. I can take Kobe anywhere. I can take Kobe to set, to meetings, on Zooms. Kobe sits still, and she's in her own. As long as she has her iPad, Well, she's, she's a good. baby of the world she was born in, too. So yeah, and she, she's a showbiz she baby. She move. comes yeah. to set. She's in meetings. She's, Kobe's good. Yeah, that's all our kids are. Lola's like that, and... Lola, she 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 was in half the movies. Yeah, Kobe. I mean, Lola's been in the movies. Yeah, Lola, yeah. yeah. Lola's like you acting as a kid. So Lola been going. Yeah. So I, but see, watching TV for us may be different for the average person who maybe they're just lollygagging and they're lazy and they're not really doing anything else productive. So they're watching a bunch yeah. of a whole bunch of TV. Yeah. I'm studying TV. Yeah. So for me, for me, it's, it's a reps. study for us. It's yeah. yeah it's reps. It's a, we yeah. watched. Completely different from the average person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching the scene. I start responding in the scene as if I was in that scene sometime. When I'm just by myself watching, I'll just re be in the scene with in the movie. I'm in there with you. Yeah, yeah. And like I'll be, I, I'll start getting what emotion I would look for to, in, to be there. I, no, for sure. I've done I'll be seeing crying at the crib. Oh, I'll be yeah. like, what oh. you want to do? And I'll be just knowing because I need to know I can still go channel that when I need to. So I got to constantly work that. I don't never let that slip. Yeah. Like, I got to know how to get to that. I'll rewind. I'll pause and rewind. Oh, what did he just do with his hands? Oh, what? Like, I'm yeah. watching it. I'll rewind, go back, rewind, go back. Like, it's studying for us. So it's way different than just entertainment purposes. Yes, yes, yes reps. But you watched The Burial. You did. I saw The Burial. You loved it? I loved it. Nice watch. Nice watch. My wife fell asleep. Oh, good. She, she must have been tired. She, she had to have been tired. She just falls asleep once. Yeah. She does a lot. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that <laughs> to your voice in the corner. I'm gonna save you from yourself. Nah, man. We just we was watching another episode of Suits yesterday, and she fell asleep. You know what I, that means? The next time we sit down, we gotta rewatch some. And I'm like, 
Now you mess up slow. But burial, the burial was really, really good. Really good. I didn't even, I didn't like Jamie's character at first. I'm like, why is, why is he doing this? But then, wait, wait. At first, you mean the opening scene in the church? Or? I thought it. Yeah. Well, once you knew he was like this person, lifestyle rich and famous, I was like, mm, seems cheesy to me. Oh, that's half the entrepreneurs on Instagram right now. Seems cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this isn't lifestyle mar- it was lifestyle marketing before. Once it started coming together, yeah. I was like, Oh, it makes sense. That's yeah. why he has to be this this boisterous He was uh, the complete antithesis of the other lawyer. hundred percent. And then it made sense why he had to like sit down and be second chair. And you see the nervousness, he like mm-hmm. can't say nothing. Yep. Yeah, no, nah, it, it was a, pheno- a phenomenal movie. So good. Okay. Yeah, it was a great movie, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Come on, Dave, get on, get these nice watches in. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell me about your nice watches. Okay, so I I was like, let me do something different this week because usually I just go for the ultra dramatic stuff. But I was in a comedy mood and I watched Old Dads. Is that what it's called? Old, Old Dads. Dads. Yep. Old Dads. Old it's Dads. with um Bill Burr and um Bokeem Woodbine, and it's basically three dads who are going maturing together through life with preschool and principals and teachers and wives. And basically they're just dads. They're, just li- they're living this dad life and they're all married or they all have significant others. Um, and what I really appreciated about it was we see so many women led films and women led projects and you always get the mom's perspective or the wife's perspective, but it was refreshing to see like, Oh, this is what the dads go through. Okay. Yeah. It was a really, and it was <clears throat> intelligent comedy it was written and directed by Bill Burr. Um, he's a comedian. And I just love the style of comedy. It was just very witty, intelligent, dry humor, which right. is which is my type of humor. Right. And Bill Burr, if you know his if you know his comedy, he's a really um I like to consider him a woke comic. You know what I'm saying? He's a woke white boy. He's a woke white boy. Mm-hmm. Sure. So he gets it. He understands that, you know, you know, things have been done bad to some people, right? And he's not afraid to address that in real time about how people try to look over that still today. Yeah. He doesn't let it go by. He's like one of those guys, you know, like, nope, not like he had a line in the movie that was just hilarious. And know when people watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's hilarious and it's very ironic and it's just like, like you I gotta said, tell my favorite, my favorite scene though was I gotta, I gotta give you a little sneak peek of the scene, but you have to go watch it. It's such a good film. Cause it's so relatable to the time today. Yeah, yeah. So it's this one scene where he said something belligerent to the priest, to the, um, principal of the of the school and his wife made him go back and apologize and he, when he went to go apologize to the principal the principal made him apologize in front of all the parents and after he gave his apology the principal opened up for q a for people to express their feelings to him and what they think about his apology mm-hmm. and the way it was written was just so funny because i'm like this is the world we live in somebody was offended by what he said who wasn't even there right and one person was offended because they felt like they were body shamed. Yep. And, and it's just like all these little things that you hear on social media. Well, you, well, you can't body shame and yeah, you can't use these, these, this language anymore. And, and it was, right. it was all of that in that one all, scene. Yeah, and I was like, scene. this is so brilliant because how are you offended? And you weren't even there. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's just why the world <laughs> is so crazy now. Like how are you offended by something I say to you? Like, how can I make you feel anyway? You should feel how you need to feel. That's on you. That like, really this is, is the world. Like, can't nobody make you unhappy. That's on you. Yeah. But we didn't got caught up in this. Somebody can do something to me. No, they can't. Well, really, we are too. What it, that scene exemplified. The We're whole movie sensitive. really is that we are too sensitive as a culture. Everybody's too you sensitive. can't say anything, Dave. Oh, do you guys know you can no longer say homeless as well? You can't no say way. Homeless. No, they're unhoused. They're unhoused. I heard somebody say unhoused. I don't know what are you talking about? They're homeless. They're, it's crazy, they're, you can't say homeless. It's crazy. It's unhoused. Everybody's offended. Everybody's unhoused offended. is homeless. <laughs> ah! Yeah, man, this is crazy. Yo, and I love the unhoused? fact. Unhoused. Yeah, yeah. I just want y'all to think about this. Unhoused. I'm, I'm gonna mess that up every time. It's I'm, unhoused. I'm gonna mess that up every time. So we're just so sensitive, and I hold get on, it. Hold on, okay, real quick. <laughs> Did a unhoused person get offended by somebody calling them homeless? I had to. Have. I had to. And, and, and you, know, you know, actually, you know what? In the world we live in, it probably wasn't an unhoused person. It was probably somebody who was had a mega mansion, living in a mansion, completely housed, living great. Was like we shouldn't call them homeless anymore. We should call them unhoused. I am a for them that's yeah. probably what it was 
Because that's yeah. the world we live in today. Oh my god! I also love how raw they made it though. They made it from the. They really made it from the man's perspective of how we deal with each other too. But it was the Generation X yeah. slash Millennial men's perspective right. opposed to this new Gen Z. New Gen Z because they had some Gen Zs in there. They had some Gen Zs in there, and, and we saw the clash. So these three, these three, uh, they weren't baby boomers. They were they were Gen, Gen X. X. Yeah, these three Gen X men who were probably what in their forties, mid forties. Yep, mid forties or fifties. Something are like now that. selling their comp- they sold their company to this Gen Zer person, mm-hmm. and the Gen Z person comes in and is like want to switch some things around. Everything needs to be more gender fluid. It's just right. real with the times. It's mm-hmm. real with the 21st century, this Gen Z fluidity, oh. non-identity. Like, it's that. And it's like, I get it, but it's also like, some of us just come from a different era. And what's normal, for, what's a norm for us may not be a norm for Gen Z. And it just, they did a really great job yep. um, exemplifying the differences between baby boomers, Gen Xs, and Gen Zs, and millennials. Mm-hmm. And I'm a millennial, so like, I'm kind of like can see a little bit of both sides because I'm a millennial. You're millennials. You? We're all millennials, aren't we? I'm X. I'm a millennial. I'm X. Y'all are old. Because I'm 36. I'm, Hold I'm, on. I'm nine man. years older than you. Yeah, you're 45. You're X. Yeah. I'm 38. But, but you're a millennial, I feel like. When does millennial start? I'm to do it right now. Old looking millennial. <laughs> Golly, guys. The grades came in a little um, strong. Gen X. Yeah, he got more grades than me. So, Jen, when was you born? 87. 78. Congratulations. We are, uh, oh, well. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial then. Yeah, me and you are millennials. 1955 to 64, baby boomer. Yes. 1965 to 1980 is Gen X. Yes. 1981 to 1996, millennial. Millennials. Gen Z is 97 to 2012. I thought I was a Generation X. No, you're a millennial. Don't claim them. Don't claim them. You are with these strange people. When was you born? 78. Oh, you're you're Gen X. Like a motherfucker. You don't have no gray hairs. That's why it's all because I'm winning. You look good, man. I got a few. I got a few. Because I'm winning. I got a few. They coming in. They starting to Yeah, they're in your beard a little bit. This strike is starting to get me. My husband is a Gen X with you, and he got a little bit of gray hairs coming in. Jay is what, two years younger than me? Two or three? Jay just turned 43. Yeah, two two years behind me. Yeah, yep. Jay got Jay got a little bit more stressful life. He out there trying to change the world. I'm I'm a couple steps behind him. <laughs> I'm almost positive I'm an ex. I'm positive you're a millennial. You definitely have ex grace. Did you go to the millennial tour? Uh, uh, no. B2K. That, that was our no, era. B2K. No, that's what I'm saying. I didn't like that. What, what were you eighty? Huh? You eighty? Eighty four. Oh shoot! You no, the you're 80s. a gen, you're. I didn't like that era. See, they look at that era as like early two thousands. That's when I we were. Am that's ninety six, ninety five, ninety seven. The nineties. Yeah, that's the year. That's my music that's era. My and music guess what? Era. You're a millennial. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, but, but you probably all think the, like an ex, though. You probably hung out with a lot of exes, didn't you? But that millennial tour was more early two thousands. The B two K and all that. I'm not into. That's it. when I was in high school, early two thousands. Yeah, so DJ that was my. I was in high school. I wouldn't get that from you. So I was going to those Bro, concerts. I'm, I'm, I feel like you're ex. I'm ninety six. Are you just talking about my grades or no? no. <laughs> as far as energy, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Thank you, brother. No, yeah. I would. I would give you X for sure. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You do give a little bit more X That's vibe. That's what I'm into. I'm for yeah. sure a millennial. It I'm just trying to make to sure the, the exorbitant amount of grades and the really raspy ninety year old like voice. It has nothing to do with those two things. I it's none of that. It's just your energy, buddy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So old dads. Yeah. Loved it. I thought it was e- extremely well done. I actually just took a writer's um, course with uh, Cassie, my mentor, and she broke down the structure of a script. Like, ha- like the first 12 pages, you're inciting incident to be there. You should have the character arc to come in here, here, here. Like, watching that movie, I saw everything that she just taught us. I saw the inciting incidents. I saw the character arcs. I saw the downfalls. I saw the up, you know what I mean? I saw mm-hmm. the climax. So I was like, oh, this is a well-crafted script. It was... um. Very well written. Shout out to Bill Burr. It was very well written. I thought the com- uh, the comedy was intelligent um, and witty, and it was timely. Yeah, and the acting was. was great. And Pokemon Woodbine is in it, so anything he's in, I mean, he's a, he's always solid. It was cool to see him in this role. Yeah, he's always usually a little serious. You or, know, Pokemon Woodbine or a little crazy. Yeah. So if you Jason's say, lyric, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jason's lyric life. Name, I wouldn't know. He's one of those actors that you don't know his name, but you know his right. Face. There's only two things I think of when I see him: Jason's lyric mm-hmm. and life. In Tupac's video. Oh, no, not oh, life? Yeah, yeah, Tupac's video. He was in that too. Heck, I, I don't think of life when I think of him. Yeah, I think of life because you know what I think of life? Eddie Murphy. Because for one, it's a nice watch. But it's a nice watch. Bokeem had no lines in that film and killed his role. 
He was the baseball player oh, yeah, that they took. Yes, yes, he was. He was the baseball yep. player they took to go to the major leagues. And Martin yeah. and um, Eddie was characters was mad because they wanted to go with him. Mm-hmm. He was at he had no lines. With, ended up sleeping with the warden's wife. Slept with the warden's wife. Had a baby by her and everything. Yep. A little black chocolate baby. Mm-hmm. And he Out just of it. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. a classic. Uh, that in in life that was, I think that was probably the most classic scene. I that baby's pappy. Yeah. Now, I'd have had boss. <laughs> I'd have had they it. held him down, though. Yeah. That's how friends you need in life. <laughs> if you yeah. ain't got friends like that, rethink your circle. 100%. Exactly. So it was, it was a nice watch. It nice was a watch. Nice, nice watch. watch. Old dad. But, but, but mind you, it is uh, it's not a PG 13 comedy. So if you got kids and you're a little sensitive to their ears, you yeah. might want to wait for them to go to bed. But Or if you're just sensitive in general. And or you're, if you're sensitive in general, you know, you, you might want to just. If not. you're with the Gen Z sensitivity, you probably. Yeah, if you're Gen Z sensitivity, <laughs> you might not want to mess with it because it kind of makes fun of you guys and it makes fun of the world the way it is now. And I know everybody seems to be really happy with it, but it's not really, really conducive to. <laughs> Good comedy. Mm-hmm. Yo, so, wait a minute though. Before if if we were st- if Richard Pryor and all them were still doing comedy, they'd all be canceled. Oh, 100 percent They'd all be canceled. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, all them. I think that's why, you know, Eddie was supposed to was supposed to come back. He was supposed to start he's about to do another sh- another like show, but yeah, well, he started you can't going say out. Nothing in this day and age. I know, and he started going out and he said, you know what? Forget I about it. Do it. I I'm think, I think he might shut it down. Somebody was talking about Gen that Z sensitivity. Like, no, I'm not doing it. Not doing it to himself. But although Eddie could, I think Eddie could. Like Eddie's uncancelable at this point. Yeah, I just hate I, that. Because he still got it though. Oh yeah, he's oh, yeah. Murphy. Dog. I think Eddie's. That's Eddie, Eddie, that's Eddie Murphy, dog. That's Eddie Murphy. Stop. 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 <laughs> well, that, I'm I did. I did go see Martin, and I was like, eh. the jokes was definitely <sighs> given dated. Martin seems like a whole nother person though these days. Maybe. I think Martin is more Martin than he was all. I think he's more himself than he's all now as he's gotten older. I think before, you know, Martin wasn't one of those people that stayed in the public eye even when he was big. He was one of those guys that was big, but you didn't see him everywhere. Well, you saw him in LA waving a gun. So. But that was moments he had, but you didn't see him out all the time. Wait, like, he was waving oh, a gun in LA? He had a. He had a um, Breakdown. Yeah, either it was a breakdown oh, or reaction to somewhere. He, he was said it was high. So I think he might have had an edible. He said he was high and, and uh, run till that. Yeah, I think I'm saying now you see him like even in interviews, it's like he's just so quiet and he's on. You know what I mean? Life, life sometimes, man. You or you get to that point where you just you done playing. The, you, you, yeah, you, just, you done it all, seen it all, and now yeah, because just like, when you turn on bad boys, he's he's Martin. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. I think now we're not the and, last one. Not the last one. And, and he's old. And you got to remember though. Wait, I didn't see the last one. You didn't see the last one. Was it a nice I watch? Fight you so bad, bro. It's crazy. Well, come on. Did I you got, go see? Well, come did you on. Go see some. Did you go get your black car back? <laughs> I, exactly. I mean, not that I ever really had it, but. <laughs> God, did she almost? Did she took it up octave? <laughs> did right. <everybody> had it? <laughs> she went straight to the valley. She did. <laughs> like, um, no, I did not. Not yet. I did not go watch anything oh, on the list yet. It was gracious. But again, <laughs> I saw Boomerang last, so I'm feeling really good about that. <laughs> feeling really great. So oh, my God. No, no. And also, again, it was it's a really raw comedy, so just, you know. Okay, what'd you watch? <clears throat> what'd you watch, Karan? That was mine, too. I watched that one, too. Oh, you watched Old Dads. Okay. Um, Did you watch it with Terry? I did. Did you guys both equally find yep. the same parts funny? Okay. She yeah. and she had watched it before me, actually. Okay. Oh, yeah, because she liked that kind of stuff, So too. I watched it after she had watched it the day before, and she was like, watch this part, watch this part. And she was kind of getting me ready for stuff, like, watch this part, right, watch right. this part. But, yeah. Hey, people good. do that to me, though, when they're like, okay, watch this. It's like, let me let me get there. Let me <laughs> right. be shocked. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. right. You just right. took away the shock value for me. Right. I'm still watching Changeling. Still watching Changeling. Yeah. And I know we said we were going to talk about it today. Um, so Changeling with... um. Lakeith Stanfield, who's a phenomenal actor. Yep, he's an executive producer on, on this joint, episode too. episode three, and I'm hanging in there. Hanging there. Hanging there. The but payoff I'm, is worth it. The thing about it is I'm hanging in there, but I'm also still scrolling. Well, see, that's the problem. You got to watch it. Some stuff just makes me put my phone down, and some stuff I'm like, it's not making me put my phone <laughs> right. down, so I'm scrolling. It's so, tough. It's tough. It's tough. But you got to remember, you, you, you uh, host a podcast show that you got to kind of have a different take on things now so you might <laughs> want to take your job a little serious and keep your phone down and watch it but though, to me those are the elements of a nice watch something that makes me yeah. put my phone down so yeah. i haven't got that yet but i'm yeah. only on episode three and i admit it, the first few episodes i was itching to do something else 
Mm-hmm. But, I, but, I, but the like, acting is great. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, let me just stick with it because I feel like it's on Apple. What's on Apple? And, and it's Apple, Lakeith Stanfield. And, it's, and, yeah, it's Lakeith yeah. and it's Apple. So now I got to know what I, I you kind of kind of know. That's another yeah. thing. You got to know what world you're walking into because every streamer has kind of a, a signature. Yeah. You know what they really going to put up, especially these new ones. If like it's Paramount on Apple, Plus. it's good. If it's Apple, it's gonna, quality's going to be amazing. Yes. The acting's going to be amazing. The storytelling is going to be long form. Mm. You're going to have to invest time. You can't because it's boot. Apple's about the prestige of it. Yeah. The, the, the whole story of it and everything. So mm-hmm. every series on Apple is one of those series where you, you, you oh my God, what is it going to get to? But then the like payoff. The newsroom. The newsroom is great. The newsroom is amazing. Have you been seeing, have you been watching that one, the new season? Not the new season. Okay. Well, you, we, we'll talk about it when you get there. It's, 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 it's really good this season. Yeah, too. but Jennifer Aniston is killing it. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Aniston, they got that great filter on her, too. It's, it's amazing. I really feel like I could have played her role. Any, with that filter, I mean, anybody. <laughs> what I filter? Know, what filter? They have, they have filters on actors that you can put on to make them look younger. What? You know about you don't know about filters? No. It's the same filter you use in your phone. Really? Yeah, they have that's where you think they got that idea from. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. She's a filter on? See Sarah Jessica Parker without that camera on her filter. Hmm. Yeah. Filters. Interesting. Same one y'all use on your phones and y'all take all these pictures and stuff and I for sure use a filter. Everybody does. I I can't even look at the pictures. I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm looking at a spirit. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening here? did I just have a sixth sense moment? Yo, I really, in the burial, what's the guy's name, the one who was suing the company? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Goat. Did they put some extra old on him? Or I was thinking the same thing, but I said, <laughs> I looked and I said, no, he's just, he's he's gotten older. And Tommy's always had that overtly wrinkled skin. Like, even when he was younger, like when I first saw Tommy Lee Jones back when I was little with Steven Seagal and... And um, Under Siege was the first time I saw Tommy Lee Jones and remembered him as a, as Dang, a kid. that was, yeah. Wait, when's the first time you've seen Tommy Lee Jones? I don't know. He goes way back. I, mean, Tommy, yeah, Tommy I, I think, it, for me, Indiana Jones. See, I don't remember him, Indiana Jones. Wait, is that in the, am I getting my movies mixed up? My movie, when, I, when, he, was, when he killed it, and I was like, man, who the, who I think the hell? I talking about somebody else. I think, yeah, Jones. I think I'm his his, his bad guy in Under Siege, it was amazing. Hold on. I was like, who's that actor? He was amazing. First of all, he was born in 1946. So everybody, let's put some respect on his wrinkles because he was born in no, 1946. That's what I'm he's been, he's he been earned old every year. Okay, Men in Black is my first exposure. <clears throat> no, by that time, I knew of him then at that point. But Men in Black hit, I was like, oh, him and Will Smith, that's going to be dope because he has the perfect dry, dryness to go bounce off of Will's color. That, that's why that, that, that did so well. Yeah, that 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 would that would be my first, and that's why him and Jamie play so well together. I'm too. looking to see. I think mine was Men in Black as well. Definitely, yeah. definitely Men in Black for you. Probably. Oh yeah, it was Men in Black for sure. Yep. Yeah, that was it. My boy been in the game though. I'm looking at all these movies he's been in. Oh, oh man. yeah, Tommy, Lee, Tommy, Tommy Lee's back. been in the game since, probably since he was born. Yeah, he been he goes back to like some half the people he came to the game when ain't even alive no more. His first man. credit, his first acting credit, Tommy Lee Jones. Was none of us was even thought of. It looked like he was nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy, really? eight years before I was born. Like that's crazy. He's like he did twenty five episodes of One Life to Live. Come on, soap operas. Man, yeah, he's been in the game a minute. Yeah, Tommy Lee's a legend, man. He, yeah, he's a legend. That's like having De Niro, or um. Yeah, he's he's him and De Niro. Those 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 are the kind of guys that. Was it? Yeah, now I want to go back and watch some of these movies. But yes, it I sh- think for shows, our age. It shows he's in a movie that did really bad called uh, Finest Kind. Huh. It dropped this year. It I got didn't 20% Rotten Tomatoes, though. Yeah, now he's probably at that point. Now so much stuff happening. Like they're, like you said, it's hard to get tempos out. and Everybody's got money to get do it to a streamer. So a lot of these, lot of these old heads are taking a nice quick bag and just doing whatever they can do just to keep it moving. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You see... You see, who's doing a lot of those? I mean, before Bruce Willis had that, you know, his um had that memory thing happen to him. Oh yeah, Bruce Willis was doing some some things recently. He, he was doing some, yeah. He was taking me. It was a million dollars. They yeah. give a million dollars, and he do like a day. It, it'd be like one <laughs> day. You get gracious. for a million dollars, you get one day of Bruce Willis in your movie, and that's like a six hour workday. That's wild. And he would come, and you would give him a scene, what? and by that time, I think I heard because my boy uh, Vernon Davis had did a movie with him. 
And he said, you know, his memory was, they had to basically kind of feed him lines. Because he's to the point now he can't act anymore, well, right? You no, know, he can't even, he, he don't even know what's happening really. I don't even think he knows. I think that he's like slipping like that. Alzheimer's? Mm. It's, a, it's like a form of Alzheimer's. Yeah, he has something I it's can't from, remember It's really called. aggressive though. It's like one of those ones that just, when it when it hits, it starts to fall fast. Like yeah. I read yeah. an article and his wife was just saying she's. First to him, man, and his yeah, whole family. Yeah, his family. They were just saying how much of a toll is taken on just the family. Everybody. Because, Again, they say he's still his normal self in his energy, but it's just like he doesn't understand what's happening. Yeah, like and he he, I, I'm hearing he can't really speak well. Right. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, that's crazy. Man. Yeah, that sucks. It's bad, man. Especially journey. when you saw his. I mean, Bruce Willis is a amazing, amazing one of the people I looked at as a career guy. Like I love his career. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? starting on moonlighting and doing it and just going all the way to the top with it. Yo, do people make good money? Let me ask you this question, and maybe it's personal. <laughs> your your wife, does she still make money off the Steve Harvey show? Um very little. It's like a they're, they're, the residual stuff is so let, let me explain residuals how they prior work before now. Before residuals would work if if we did a TV show on Fox and it aired, mm-hmm. we got an initial another check on the first airing. Mm-hmm. Then initially back in the day they wouldn't air it again to the next season as a rerun or something in the off season. So that was one. Mm-hmm. Then as streaming kicked in, TV would start to do the whole air it, then re-air it again that weekend, just trying to keep up with the, the people wanting to see, consume, when they wanted to consume. You remember that TV was doing that for them. 100%. Right? So then you get that check, that check. And then as it keeps running, it, the checks the get checks smaller. Get smaller. So now, say Fox had that movie and then they sold it to a new up-and-comer like, I don't know, Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Same movie we did for Fox. It's now on Lifetime. We might get a big residual check off the rip. Off from, the sale. From the buyout. From the got sale it. of that film. And we go, ooh, that was, we got a nice little chunk yeah. on that first run. But then that, that after the first run on the second run go around, it drops even faster. You're getting $60 checks, $70 checks, yeah, $17 checks, yeah. two cent checks. Because yeah. I remember being at your house one time and Terry had a whole stack of checks from the Steve Harvey show. Yep. And you, you guys are probably just letting them just build up. Well, we, at that point, they, I think it had just got resyndicated or something. So mm-hmm. it was just coming in in big stacks like that, but it would be like 30 cent, 40 cent, $5, $500, $20, just up and down. And you could never really – and all those checks would add up and be decent, but it took so many, you know what I'm saying? But, and so my career, my, career start, my career started picking up. It's, it, it, all those checks started going away because it was just all streaming, basically. Yeah. So I would get a nice – Which is partly why we're striking. Right. Right, 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 With these right, residuals right. to look like something. But that's why I started producing. Gotcha. Like I, I had peak game. I was mm. like, yo, I can't keep playing this. Oh, I'm just an actor role because I'm yeah. not. Gonna, I was just not going to be no more of a super twenty million dollar jump people yeah. no more in this new generation of actors. It's just too, it's just too many. It's just too, too saturated. It's too, it's saturated. Like it's before, no you were an actor. I felt you were like, special. Man, you were special. He's an actor. He's on yeah. TV. I remember um, when I ran youth track growing up. I was twelve years old. One of the the girl who played the little sister on. Uh, Robert Townsend's Parenthood. Mm-hmm. She ran track for our, our rival team. No, she was actually on our team. She was on our team. Mm-hmm. And it was like, everybody's like, oh my God, there she is. There's Ashley. But now it's like, so many people are on TV. So it's like, it's yeah. so normal now. It's like, oh, cool, what's up? So now it's, it's, it's taking away the mystique and the yeah. specialness, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uniqueness of it because everybody's an actor now. And not only that, let me take that back because I don't like to call you an actor just because you're on a show. That's You're someone who got on a show. You're not an actor to me. But mm. it's a whole, a whole other story. But now <laughs> someone may come up to you, David Shans, like, you know what, Dave? I want you in my in my movie. And they'll put and they'll just put you in because they like you or they like your mm. brand. But you're not necessarily an actor. Right. But they'll put you in and they'll pay you. Sure. So now so much of that is happening where I'm like, it's taking away the uniqueness of it. It's taking away the Yeah. You know? So right. so say Vince, you get a a, a, a a very attractive woman and she's made up to three or four million followers doing absolutely nothing but being attractive. And, and now they'll put her in the movie, and she may even be in the movie with a role she has no business doing, right? At all, because she can't hold she it. She can't hold it. She wouldn't. There's no way she has no. She doesn't have the tools, yeah, yeah. the training to do that. But they put her in there, and say somebody mm-hmm. that's been working for 15, 16 years. I'm opposite of her. Yeah. And do you understand how frustrating that can be? Oh, it's so I frustrating. Like, uh, Carisha. Like How was that? Remember, they was, I, I didn't see the. I it didn't was see it, it, it was bad. It was horrible. They said Carisha's joint was. It was bad. Oh, BMF. It was bad. It was bad. However, it's like you know what, girlfriend, I commend you. You wanted to go out there. You wanted to act. Cool, you, you did got it. In there. But I just like I just beg of anybody, please, if you want to act, respect the craft. 
If you do not know how to act, get into an acting class. Please pick up a book. Go to a play. Go to Broadway. They run year-round and study the... It's just like a guitarist. You, you don't pick up a guitar and just be Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. You have to take classes. You have to study. You have to hone. And this is no different with acting. And it's so frustrating when they're like, mm, I'm going to put David Chance in my movie just because I like Sleepers for Suckers brand. <laughs> it's like, but well, David's taking one acting class. <laughs> right. Now you, uh, right. you over here beat Karan for the role who's been doing it for a decade. Well, they, well David wouldn't beat me for a role. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get it. They're not that crazy, but he might mean, he might be one of the guys in the scene with me. For sure. And I'm like, where did but it get happens. this guy from? Me and B. Simone yeah. audition for the, for the same stuff all the time. And, and B. Simone is an actress, but she also, a lot of stuff comes to her because of her influence, yeah, because of her following. Brand. We went up for the same role one time. I coached her for the role, taped her. She got the role. I was super happy for her. But that happens all the time where an influencer or someone who has a big following is pinned up against someone who maybe they study for this, they train for this. And now you just have to. considering the business back. Someone, back. Every, well, but that's, no, that's, but that's, that's all, all they're considering they're now considering these days. The business side of it, which at the end of the day, you can't be mad at it. You're, you can't. But you also got to understand, like, if you don't if you don't understand what's happening and you can't figure out how to pivot and get into doing it the way you got to do it, which yes. is what I was doing. That's why I was like, strike, strike. I'm going I'm to I'm do it. I'm going to make a way. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to adjust. That's just yeah. my mentality. You have to. So. You almost now, like, you have to be both. You have to, you have, to have influence. You have to have a social presence. And you have to have the chops. Because you can have the social presence all you want. But if you get into the ring with a dog, that yeah. social presence ain't going to do nothing for you. You need to know how to act. Because if you get in the room where you got cast next to Viola mm-hmm. or somebody, that following is not going to do nothing for you. Yeah. So you have to know how to act. So what I did was, and I started this early over a decade ago, almost a decade ago with DC Young Fly, Emmanuel Hudson. We were with this troop called Ratchet People Meet. Yeah. So we've been doing skits and like building our social media following, mixing that. it with knowing the actual craft. Because you right. have to have both these. I don't care. What, I don't care if you're not an actor. I don't care if you're just an entrepreneur. You're, you have to have a social media presence almost. Yeah, I mean that's the way people now do all their research. That's how they do everything. Yep. I mean, if it's it's everything now. It's just crazy, but it is. Man, I mean? was I didn't I didn't see it, and I'm actually looking at it now. Did y'all see a How High Two? I did. I watched the like the beginning of Which it. Which one? I the new one that came out with well, DC. What? Yeah. So DC Young Fly, yeah, Lil Yachty, Mike. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see DCs. I, I watched like, the first couple minutes. Loved How High. One. I love how I had one. That was classic. You didn't well, like I think I started plant. watching two and I was like, oh, this is an influencer show. The weed plant. Sometimes you, it you doesn't had, work. You had storytelling back then. People, they were concentrating on the story. Yeah. And at the time, unbeknownst to us, Method Man was a button actor already. So he was. Yeah. He took the movie serious and they did a great job doing the movie. Yeah. They had a little baby in And it, him and right. Red Man just had that. But then uh, Master P tried to do I Got the Hook Up too, and it flopped. Uh, and they yeah. had every influencer in there. I Got the Hook Up too, flop. Yeah. Completely flopped. So it's like all that influence is cute and cool, but sometimes it doesn't make sense. It's. I, my There's thing no is, story. is, if you don't know how to hold your presence. Yes. Talk about it. If you don't know how to hold your presence, you ain't going to be able to hold that camera. You're not going to be able to hold that audience. Mm-hmm. Which Because at the end of the day. Like I say, I, don't, I only work for that. Yes. I, tell, I, told, I told this director, I said, I'm working for that. I'm working for the audience. Yeah, you're you're going to believe that's me audience, when, you, yeah, yeah. when you see me. Yeah. And that's the element of what makes something a nice watch is if you believe if you the believe. story, yep. you believe the actors, if it looks, it's like, I got the hookup. There's, it should have been successful. Maybe it was the marketing. Maybe not. Maybe it was because just too many influences. Maybe, who knows? But like, yeah. uh, Tip and DC just dropped departments. Kudos to them. Shout out to them. I love them both. Both my personal friends. I, I do think though, there a was, movie? it's a movie. How was it? I didn't get to see it. I didn't go to the premiere. It was okay. Is it out? It was funny. Is it out? Yeah, it's out. It's um they independently di- distribute. Uh, oh, so you got to go buy It's it. like departments404.com. Got you. Shout out to them. Amazing business model to just self-distribute it. I love them for that. And they, I'm sure they'll make their money back. Um, But it's funny because everyone in the movie is funny. You got Carlos Miller. You got Ty- Tyler Chronicles. You got DC Youngfly. You got Nav Green. I mean, th- these are all my friends. I love them all. But there was no story. There was no beginning, middle, and end. It's like, okay, what's the plot? Mm-hmm. Was the climax? There was. It wasn't those, Friday. Those. It wasn't Friday. Oh no! Absolutely right. not Friday. Absolutely not Friday. However, because times have changed and this new Gen Z thing, maybe there doesn't need to be a beginning, middle, and end. Because all they're saying is in thirty seconds anyway. They're not. They like this. Oh, that was well, hilarious. All they're watching they is like. There's funny jokes. Funny joke. Funny right, joke. Right. Funny joke. Funny comedian. And they. And granted, everyone who's in this film is funny as hell. There's not. Right. There's not one weak link in this film. 
Well, that makes sense, though. It just, there, was just, there was just no story. Yeah. For me, Maybe I would have loved... for entertainment. Just going for laughs. Yeah. Well, that's what it sounds I like. I would have loved for them to been... There had been a script with a beginning, middle, and end. I guess it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Know thy audience. Right? Yeah. They know their audience. Yeah. Like, I, you, all the people you just named, I know all those guys as well, and they're phenomenal at everything they do. Yep. But I have never... I've heard none of them say they are aspiring to be Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I am doing DC is DC. He's he's his own but DC entity. DC can act. But he's his own entity in a way. Like he sure. can go both ways. But he's not crazy. But DC can do drama yeah, and comedy. Because he's so just dog, oh, he can sing. The yeah. dude can do everything. DC <laughs> DC is yeah. multi talented. Yeah, he's a he's one of those dudes that got all of it. Yes. But again, he's not acting is not what drives him. Yeah. He just loves to be whatever medium you're gonna give him in the moment. He prefer to be laughing, fun and cracking he's jokes. Gonna host, and doing he's gonna do stand up, he's gonna yeah. He can do anything. But like acting doesn't drive him like it drives me and you. Yeah. Like I want to do all I can do all these other things, but I want to I would I'm, I'm I'm no happier when I'm on set, and I'm and I'm and I'm in that and I'm in that role and yeah. I'm, that's that's my spot for sure. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing like it, Dave. It's like yeah. how you feel about entrepreneurship. It's like you do what you wouldn't want to be doing anything else. Oh, 100 percent. But like I think even like if you look at those classic movies, they weren't even really going for big stars like that. Chris no. Tucker wasn't a big star. No, he, he was just, no, yeah, he was nobody at that point. Yeah, they just found like there was I feel like they found the people who okay, I who know you're going to be a star. You're next. Yes. Cuz they were all yes. talented. 100%. 100%. It's like a DC young fly when someone said 7 8 years ago like, "Oh, let me take a chance on this kid cuz he's got it. It's something about him. Yeah. He wasn't known yet, but yep. it's something about this kid he's going to be a star." Yeah. You know Some what I mean? People have that thing. It's the it factor. Now it's based on influence, you know, from whatever you do online, right? Mm-hmm. Which takes away, I think, the integrity of the movies. Like we're not I don't think people are shooting for let's create a classic anymore. No, I don't think so. Either. I think there are some people who are still I think, they're, I think they're that's dying not age. What's popular. They're dying yeah. breed. Like Martin yeah. Scorsese, his movie, which we should talk about soon, is the flower movie came out. I just saw it on Apple today. Okay, I gotta watch it. it. You can, I, I almost watched that before I came, but okay, I was like, I don't want to get into it. But it's the one, the new movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Martin Scorsese directed it. Oh, and I it's mean, about the Indian well, Reservation. Well, it's Martin Scorsese and Leonardo. I mean, it's a nice watch already. <laughs> it's I mean, a nice, but again, nice you, like for already. us, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm always enthralled to see a, a movie go from start to finish. Yeah. With a completely world-driven view of what's going on, like yeah. you really become part of that world, and that's that's what again. You got two different worlds now. You got the people who want to be immersed into a world, then you got the people who are happy with the world they're immersed in here and everywhere else. Yeah. Versus, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see people walking around now with these phones and they look like zombies. Yeah. It's literally zombies, bro. Like, you don't even realize what's going on around you half the time. Like, if I was a stick up kid, this would be my era. <laughs> <laughs> this would be my era. I would be out here making bank. Is there is think of a movie? So I think back in those days, it's like you would watch a movie would come out, and the whole school is talking about house party. The whole yeah. school is talking about it, or whole school is talking about Friday. Do we have that? I mean, outside we do, but of, the saturation. We talked about the, the saturation. It's, it's just, just so, so oversaturated. Much, yeah. It's so much. Why we got a show to talk about what to watch right now? Unless you get yeah. lucky, it's a like a and, and your show gets this craze following, like a um, Stranger Things, like Snowfall, like Euphoria. So there are so those the Snowfall, Euphorias, yep. the Snowfalls, the that everyone in school is probably talking about, but. You got to think about it. When we were in school, it was five networks. It's five networks. It was ABC, NBC, Fox, mm-hmm. UPN, and WB. And only, the, and and only the fancy kid had HBO. Yeah, it, it, we, we yeah. watched the same five networks. Now there's 5,000 networks. 5, Not including everyone's personal YouTube channels. And we watch their personal yeah, blogs and their personal social proof podcast. Like, and like You know what I mean? TV shows are competing with Country Wayne's Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> or they're competing <laughs> right. with social proof podcast. Not I'm for just sure. saying, that's, it's coming from all, you, you're Absolutely. bombarded with content now. That's why it's like, this is why our show that is here. Sense. We're here to help you cut through some of the fat. Yeah. Cut through the fat. Trim through like, the fat. If you really want something to watch, it's not, you're going to not feel like you weren't productive and you got a good moment of time that you yeah. got to watch. Watch our show and we will help you yeah. cut through some of the clutter. Yeah, now yeah. We, may, we may hit a few bombs here and there because we're human. And again, it's 5,000 options. But <laughs> we take our expertise so, yes. and we try to find the nuggets for you. And let you know. And not waste your time. It's a nice see watch. It's a nice watch. So yeah. This show couldn't have come out 15 years ago. It wouldn't. It didn't have to. It didn't have to. You only had five channels. Well, yeah. and, and fifteen. Well, twenty years ago was Siskel and Ebert, and they just talked about the main one movie that everybody was already talking about. And yeah. then you do that, and they yeah, just... it's just the new Siskel and Ebert. But think about it, Dave. When we were growing up, like I used to come home and watch Wayne's Bros. I used to watch Steve Harvey Show. There's only really a couple of shows you could watch. Yeah. 
Now you come home. First of all, there's not mul- not just multiple shows, multiple films, multiple skits, multiple podcasts. Yeah. It's like there's so many things you consume. What to watch? Should I yeah. should I turn on the Social Proof podcast or should I watch Euphoria? Should I watch Nice Watch podcast yeah. or should I listen to this girl's uh, crime drama series podcast that she has? Like I met this queen uh, at your podcast. She has this freaking crime drama podcast yeah. and got this I crazy those, following. So it's like what to watch. You got yeah. so many things now. Back then, 15, 20 years ago, we had five things. And dig yeah, this, though. Sure. The Crime Drama Podcast, do you know what that is? That's radio, dog. It's we radio. are back. See how this thing flipped already? We yeah. are already back to radio. Yeah. I don't know. Dog, podcast oh, is, no. is no different than they used to have actual live shows. Oh, that's where, that's where uh, uh, I Love Lucy got started on was radio. Yep. Being really? an actress on radio, dog. And that's coming back now. And then they mm. turned it onto a show and made I Love Lucy from a T radio show. Man. Oh, you're saying podcast. Podcasting how it's all it's done went full circle. Mm-hmm. Now we're back to actually having performances on radio, basically. Yeah. yeah. And there's actually Which is something I feel that. like you huh? should look into, Dave, because it's coming. It's watch how boomy it's about to be. With, are, you saying, are you saying with radio? Shows on podcasts. Shows on podcasts. We just, just we audio. Show. It's we just, just audio. We just act it out. So you're listening to up. your favorite show. And we put folly on it. We get a folly artist. So yes, I've I've seen some of those uh, those podcasts where they're telling a story and the next yeah, we, episode is the continuation of the story. And they just go, you, yeah. and, you, and, you, and you create the world. But it's the, acted out with real actors. Yeah, it's acted out with real So actors. it's not someone just reading. It's yeah, like, it's, no, we're, we're putting we're emotion acting it out on you, the mic. And, and people are, are just listening to their show now. Yeah. They listen to the podcast, they listen to their show. So it's on, like Audible That's is about right. to go ham with all these shows. Yeah, I auditioned for one already. Like, it's can crazy. We, can we just create one? Let's we can. It. I already wrote one. Let's do it. What's the one? Which one are we writing about? It was for Terry. It's for Terry's show. Yep, I told Terry too. I said you need to get with Dave in the bathroom. With, in the bathroom with Terry. And can't talk about it on live. Can't talk about it online yet. Yeah, can't talk about it in the bathroom. Yeah, in the bathroom. It's already skipped. But all, but we were talking about doing it for Audible for them, and they didn't want to do it at the time. But it's it's wide open. The lane is yeah. wide open, Dave, and it's about to be bananas. All we need is a folly artist. I haven't seen. I, I haven't. I haven't seen like the whole. I've heard someone like telling a story, and I'm like, oh, it's a really good story. So right. The fo- <laughs> so then the folly artist comes in. Folly artist, what does that mean? That that creates the environment. So as we're telling me and EJ and scene, like say we, me and EJ walk into a kitchen, you're going to hear a door open, you're going to hear his footsteps, right. you're going to hear us pull a chair out, sit down, and we just going to be talking. Like, hey, honey, how was your day? Yeah, yeah, hey, honey. Everything was good. We just had a you know thing at work. And Did then, you guys close on the deal today? I didn't. Phone ring. Refrigerator opens up. And I go in there and get so you're some basically, It's out. a show. You're and just like, listening to and it. And I pop a oh, drink. producing that thing. And I'm like this. Yeah, thanks for this. You know, and then we just doing this. And that's the shit. So you need actors and a folly artist and a story. We can do it. That's hard. Yeah. So not a nice watch. Yeah, like It'll be it. nice listen. Like it. Let's do <laughs> it. a nice listen. Oh, look, I'm looking to create all types of content. Let's just, let's just <laughs> let's keep figure it out. out. Let's, keep yeah. that, let's keep that conversation going and we can I figure like something that. out. Yeah. I like that, man. Yep. That's good. Okay. Uh, so last, we could, oh, go ahead. One thing. Most overrated movie oh. or series. Where you were just embarrassed to say you didn't like it. Oh, that's a tough one. Most overrated? I gotta think. Well, I don't know, but I do know that I've never seen Game of Thrones, and I probably never will. I heard I've it's really it great, and it, I heard it's the best thing that's ever since sliced bread. But I've never seen it, and it won't get, that won't get overrated. And though. I'm not that, gonna. That, that got with it. It, it was. It, I heard it, you I have heard some people say they didn't like the ending, but yeah, that's a nice watch. Give me one, like, it was like, yo, you can't see why everybody's so into this. That's what I'm, I'm thinking of right now. Uh, I don't know. Usually the stuff that everyone's into, I watch it. I'm like, okay, I see. I see why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I got to say, uh, maybe something like like Friends. Oh, whoa, Friends. whoa. Hold on, wait a minute. Friends was Friends. so good. Friends was good. Lisa it, Kudrow? It was good, but it, I mean, compared, compared to what I was already loving, yeah, I started out on Friends, so. Yeah, but if yeah, you're see, going you know, from I started, Friday. I started, if, I mean, from, I started uh, from Cosby Show. I started from those yeah, kind of shows. if you're going from like Martin or. Martin, that's my show. Uh, but see, I watched Fresh Martin. Friends. I watched Martin and Friends. I see, loved them both. I never watched Friends until I got to be game an adult. Oh. I never really got into Friends. However. I mean, that's why when thing, I watched it, it wasn't better than Living Single to me. One that I fell in love with, which is one of my favorite shows of all time, is Seinfeld. 
Oh, love Seinfeld. Seinfeld is one of those movies, those shows I got onto as an adult too, and actually appreciated that. Bro. And that's that's and now the new Seinfeld to me is Kirby enthusiasm. I've never seen that. Same Larry David. I gotta watch that. Larry David wrote Seinfeld. No, I don't know. With Seinfeld. Oh. Him and Jerry wrote that together. Larry David created his own show called Kirby Enthusiasm. I've heard about it. I gotta watch it. You wanna see some funny, nice watch. (laughs) Now, Larry, now I this is what I aspire to do with Lions Crumbs. Okay. It's the Larry David feel. That's what I'm doing with the Lions side. Larry David feel. It's like JB Smooth, Larry David. Oh my Okay, 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 okay. You two got homework. You two got homework. <laughs> Wait a minute. Before we skip over friends, rest in peace to Matthew Perry. Um, yes, who just yes, lost yes. his life. Yes, tragic, tragic loss. He was one of our favorite characters. And, and again, I was a friends person. Joey. So like, uh, he was, Chan- he was, was it Chandler. Was it Chandler? He was Joey in something, wasn't he? Or was that another actor? Wait. Now you just got me. Now you I, got I me all up. tricked off. I messed up. They yeah. are. <laughs> Chandler. Yeah. Yeah, it's Chandler. Yeah, yeah. It is Chandler. I, 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 it I is saw Chandler. he passed away. I wasn't him, and, him and other characters remind me of Joy. The guy who played Joy in another show that was really good like him. Okay. They kind of, re- they, always, they always reminded me of the same guy when I watched him. Yeah, you Matthew Perry. You a fan of Friends? I know, because he just tricked me up. He's Chandler. I didn't say I was yeah. a fan. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he just, got me in my head. I was like, wait a minute. No, he wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I never but, really um, got into Friends. Yeah. You know what I did? I love Lisa Kruger, though. One of the, I think, one of the best sitcoms to ever sitcom. King of Queens. King of Queens was amazing. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Sex in the City. Sex in the City was dope. I, I watched the new one. Is Sex in the City Did you watch a new sitcom? It was, yeah, no, it's not a sitcom. No, it's, it's a not a sitcom. It's a series, but it's not a, a series. It's a series, yeah, not a sitcom. So you know the difference between a sitcom and series, right? A sitcom is, yeah, like, the, like Seinfeld it's is a sitcom. It's a half hour Yes. Multi cam. Well, sometimes it can be single cam. But it, he used to come, yeah, they, on, they got, they to come off a, a little too late when I was young. But I used to love it because it was so, maybe it was so different because I was used to actors and you talk or whatever. But you had Carrie. Voiceover. Voiceover. And you got that powerful dynamic between her and Biggs. And like you have all, you had the little hope friend that was mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> but she was like, yo, I see why you're a little hope friend. But if I, you know what I mean? It was, it was lit. I, have I you seen the season? Was, I never got into no, Sex no, no, in the no, City. No, no. I, stopped, I haven't watched it in 10 years. I've never good. got into it. Is it? It's still good. Same oh, they have actress. they have new Same Yep. New episodes. No way. Nicole's on there now. That's why we watch it. Nicole's on there. Oh, Nicole Parker. Yeah, she and our other homegirl um that Terry directed in Italy. Twenty um, years later. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, they came back. Yeah. It's still called Sex in the City. Twenty five. Uh, gotta be it's, it, it's called Sex actually. in the City, but it's called and just like that. Oh, it's called okay. just like that or some Sex in the City something, but it's now it's basically the title. And just like that, you know, she does in her voice. And gotcha. And she's a radio, and now she's actresses. a radio, and now she's a podcaster. Okay. Carrie Bradshaw off, is a podcaster. She's at first First off. off, Sex in the City was a sitcom, okay? Was it? That's what it's showing, Sex in the City. Oh, I didn't know. It was, was it 30 minutes? It was 30 minutes? Hour, I it? thought it was an, about 30 minutes. It was half hour. Oh, it was half hour, okay. It was fast. Serve us wrong. Here you go, Dave. Look at you, Dave. Come on, man. Come on, your stuff. I, I've earned my stuff. Nice watch. The guy in the corner has computers and stuff. <laughs> the guy in the corner. Um, Sex in the City 2023. Yeah, see, like Seinfeld, Friends, Cheers. Cheers was my joint. All that. The, that my dad whole... used to love Cheers, so that's kind of like a thing. My dad used to always come on and watch because he used to come cheers. on at like 10 30 or yeah, something. It came on yeah, late. It was, it was after. It was, yeah, at, it was, it was it like was that late. 10 o'clock was like, yo, you, you gotta go to bed. Shake, you gotta go to bed. Yeah, yeah, these, yeah. Are, these are the adult sitcoms now. For sure. Yeah. Like, we need some of those back. Home Improvement, yeah. I love. Home Improvement, I love. I loved Home Improvement. He was in Detroit. He was You never saw his full face. Yeah, that was brilliant. It was a story behind that, too. I forgot the story, but it's a really interesting story because that was accident, basically. Dang. And they just ran with it. I like, I rock with Boy Meets World, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I was in and out with that one. When Boy he got older, it, got, it didn't get as good when he got older. Oh, I love the Savage Brothers. Yep. Man. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's what's okay? What's the review? What's what are we watching this week? Old men. Old dads. Old guys. Old dads. Old dads. Old dads. Go watch Old Dads. Old dads. Really, really good. Old and it was dads. refreshing again to see Bo Kim in that type of role. Mm-hmm. Um, old dads, and um, we're still watching. The, uh, the changeling, the changeling will be continued. I think I'll have it. I'll be. We should be done by next week. We should be done by next week. I'm so on episode been, three. The changeling, changeling. changeling. Lakeith Stanfield, okay. yeah, who's a phenomenal Keith. actor. Now this is one of those ones that wifey's gonna definitely go to sleep on. Yeah. So you gotta really be wired up and just on one watching and paying attention. Well, oh, she went to sleep in the burial. I don't feel like there's really much hope for our, sleep our queen Dre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she so just said, man, she's mom's I wanted to send her old dad. Old dad? Old dads. Old dads. Old dads. I wanted, I was about to text her when y'all. Y'all should watch about that it, together. It's good. But I don't wanna not be able to watch it until she's there. 
You know what I mean? What right. do you mean? You want to watch it together? Yeah, you want no, to. No, I want to be able to watch it without having to Rewind. watch her, watch it with her. Because we have to come up with a time to get together, uh-huh. and we only got a window of time to watch. Right. I want to be able to go to my hotel room if I'm traveling and watch that joint. <laughs> oh, so that's free. why you didn't want so to tell keep, her. So you keep it on your own merit. Okay. Uh-huh. Now you know you just put the secret on like a podcast. <laughs> You just, you just killed it. You just blew it. I bet this one you gets blew edited. it, buddy. <laughs> I bet this one gets edited, Reese. Edit that part hey, 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 right. hey, Reese. Well, old dad, old dad's is a nice watch. Yeah, the changeling watch. The changeling. Oh, the one you, you guys need to watch is go back and watch some Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. What's that on? David. It's on HBO. Okay. Got it. Curb Your Enthusiasm. You'll thank me later. All right. Curb Your Get Enthusiasm. We've got all our right. marching orders. We've got our marching orders. Yeah, Come on, yeah. take us out. All right, all right. That's been another episode of Nice Watch. You done heard it here first, so stop playing. Get to your local stations and check it out. What we just told you this week. This is Karan Joseph Riley. I'm Ernestine Morrison. And this is A, a nice, nice Watch. watch.